Galnet News Digest, 5th of May 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, the year of 15 months. Warning as ecotourism hits the Zendi Megabus. Carry on carrying on. Oh, crumbs. The year of 15 months. The Pilots' Federation has issued a statement confirming that the long-awaited 3306 update will indeed be delivered on schedule at the end of 3306. As part of the same communication, but in unrelated news, they announced that the year 3306 will be extended by three months, and will now end on the 2nd, March the 31st of 3306. The year 3307 will therefore start on the 1st of April, unless it's deemed necessary to extend 3306 by a further two months to the 2nd, 31st of May, 3306. It is widely believed that the 3306 update will include a do-it-yourself construction system known as Home Base Building and the Age of Silmar Space Legs, which will give commanders permission to leave their pilot seat and walk around, and possibly even partake of a little hand-to-hand combat. Alternatively, commanders may prefer to sit around painting themselves, and never really get around to doing anything much else. In the meantime, any commanders still flying in the galaxy are asked to do so quietly, in order not to wake up their sleeping colleagues. Warning as ecotourism hits the Zende Megabus. It's society gone mad. That's the verdict of locals as the Buckyball Racing Club prepares to descend on Sinouf EN-HD11-96, the system at the other end of the megabus route from Zende. The buckyballers want to see a bit of nature, but being buckyballers, they want to do it really, really fast. Brain trees, anemones, metallic crystals and gourd mollusks, they're all grist to the buckyballers' mad race to tick off as many sights as they can. They might even do some guardian sentinels and thargoid barnacles and scavengers, if they have time. Almost anything goes during this frenetic sightseeing trip, which runs from the 9th of May to the 17th of May. Except for frameshift drive synthesis, which the buckyballers continue to believe is the devil's work, presumably because they lack the stamina to spend an hour or so gathering the necessary materials for Jumponium. Inhabitants of the affected systems have put in place a shoot-on-sight policy for regulation diamondback explorers and any other ships suspected of belonging to buckyball racers. They are reported to be looking forward to the day when the megabus takes all those troublesome tourists back to Zende. Carry on carrying on. The second opportunity to test fly a fleet carrier starts on Monday the 11th of May and will last for two weeks. Confusingly, taking part in the beta involves time travelling back to Thursday the 30th of April. 
This will be the first opportunity for Xbox and PS4 commanders to try out fleet carriers, but all fleet carriers, regardless of what system their owner uses, will be usable by all commanders, subject, of course, to permission from the owner. In related news, the Coriolis ship design suite has been updated to include the Drake-class fleet carrier by Commander Cohen Leth. The system models accurately the core internals. The optional services such as shipyard, paint shop and universal cartographics, and the crew accommodation. The relatively high cost of running a fleet carrier is finally explained as we see the inclusion of the jacuzzi and spa, the sports hall, the media hub, as well as the observation deck, a glass roof terrace, and of course, the golden limpet statue. If you have to ask how much it all costs, get back to mining void opals. In less related news, the Pilots' Federation has finally managed to find the missing thumbnail of the Thargoid, accompanying the 13th of January Galnet report of Thargoid incursions in the Witchhead Nebula, and have glued it into place on the launcher. There remains a massive black rectangle in the middle of the launcher that some believe may be the true location of Raxler. Oh, crumbs! The brave colonists known as Eds 38 are reported to have lost their base, Dunker's Rest, which is believed to be somewhere in the WNL system. It is believed that the base may have been stolen from the 38 by a group calling themselves New Simbad, which is based in Far Tauri. Any commanders willing to assist in finding the missing base and returning it to its rightful owners are invited to fly over. When the base is regained, Commander Millstone Barn promises that there will be lashings of soggy, rich tea biscuits all round. In only slightly related news, Canon Interstellar announced last week that they would not be jumping the noses to a new system because they liked the White Dwarf they were orbiting so much. And by the way, if anyone on board had any experience of fixing megaship hyperdrives, could they please make their way to engineering? Having thus encouraged visiting commanders to take off and fly around the system while they waited, the Gnosis then proceeded to jump on schedule after all, leaving a small knot of confused ships hanging helplessly in space, looking at the place where the Gnosis wasn't. Canon Interstellar has been warned to expect a large claim for compensation. In completely and utterly unrelated news, the Pilots' Federation has bowed to pressure from the one commander who actually flies a hauler, Commander Primetime Casual, and has made available a range of Speedway racing colours for that much-neglected behemoth of tiny, tiny ships. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. And as it's revenge of the fifth day, may the Force be the mass times the acceleration. <laughs>